All right. Hey, everybody. Here we go. I want to welcome you to the Power List, a powerful podcast. This is the number one positive side of addiction podcast for men who deliberately choose the path to purposeful living. My name is Mark Mascola. I'm your host and uh, got lots to got lots to talk about today. This is a uh, this is a big topic. Um, I know one that has uh, when I understood this, it it really really changed my life. And uh, so before I get started, let me let me throw out a quick apology here. Um, if you're listening to this and and uh, my voice may not be exactly right today, I. Uh, where I live here in in uh, in Tennessee, I am uh, I'm dealing with uh, allergies. I, you know, I never had allergies uh, ever before in my life till I turned 55 and had to deal with the whole cancer thing. And uh, I, you know, I don't know if if you know one coincides with the other or whatever it is, but uh, the the tree pollen is just out the roof here. And and so if uh, if you hear me cough, sneeze, or, or if you can tell I'm a little <laughs> I'm a little uh, nasally today that's that's the reason but I, I'm going to be purposeful in what I what I talk about today like I said th- this topic uh, truly hits home with me and with guys that I, I work with uh, this is one of the biggest this is one of the biggest things uh, whether you're in recovery whether you're not in recovery living your life this way um, with today's topic is is really really important so um, you heard me talk about you know the the path of purposeful living. What what you know what's what's purposeful living? It means you take personal responsibility for the results that you want, and uh, you take personal responsibility for your thoughts and actions being in, being in harmony with that result. You know, there, there's too many guys today that live by default, right? They don't take personal responsibility for 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 their results. And, and I mean, where does this work? Personal growth. You know, there's eight areas. That I work with guys on, and I and I talk about this all the time. These are the eight core areas that every man must master, and you got to take personal responsibility for your results in each of these eight areas. You know, when you raise your awareness to new possibilities by beginning with a purpose, right? Having a reason, a why for doing something. You know, you just don't wake up today and today's just like it was yesterday, and. You know, I, I'm, I'm just going to work and don't really have any reason why. You know, if, if you look at, at what you do for a living and, and find a purpose in it, you know, find a purpose in the um, in, in making money and what, what that means to you as a man and how that, how that helps you be a better husband and a father and all of those sort of things. When, when you start finding a purpose for, for your personal growth, let me roll through these real quick. You find a you take personal responsibility for having a purpose in your personal growth and in your relationships and your finances. You know, I want to be the best version of me in my physical health and my mental clarity, my nutrition, my recreation, in in my spiritual connection and life's purpose. Right, discovering you know I wasn't put here on earth just to make it safely to death. I mean, there's a purpose for me, and your number one purpose in life. There's a purpose for me and a purpose for you. Your, your number one purpose in life is to figure out what your number one purpose is. I mean, you weren't put here just to, you know, kick around and live a mediocre life and, and make it safely to death. And, you know, if you were a little bit successful, you leave a little money, a little property to your kids and, and your life, you know, other than that just doesn't mean very much. I mean, figure out 
what you've got to do to find some sort of a purpose in everything that you do. But, you know, you could see, I, I could go on and on and on about that as, as a topic. You know, just finding finding a purpose in those eight key areas. But, you know, that's that's kind of what this podcast is all about. You know, I, I say it all the time, you know, recovery, living successfully on the positive side of addiction, that is the biggest, at least I know for me, this has been the biggest opportunity for personal growth in anything that I've ever been involved in. It's given me a chance to take a snapshot of, of what my life was like, what I did, and what my life is like today. And, uh, you know, I, when it comes full, you know, begins with personal growth, comes full circle to spiritual connection and purpose, I know that, that part of my life's purpose is sharing this information with other men to help raise your awareness to new possibilities for your life. And, and then realize your unlimited potential to make those possibilities a reality. So, um, you know, everything begins with your with your commitment to personal growth. And again, your results are, are a direct results of, of, of your own personal growth. So, what is the title to today's podcast? So here it is, and, and I'm and I'm going to say it, and then I'm I'm going to pause for a second because I want you to think about what the title is. Forgiveness is an all-or-nothing proposition. Let me think about that for a second. Forgiveness is an all-or-nothing proposition. So, so what does that mean when I say it's an all-or-nothing proposition? It's not forgiveness is not something you do. Forgiveness is a state of being. When I talk about it being an all-or-nothing proposition. It's a state of mind. It's a state of living. It's a principle-based. Um, it, it's it's a principle that we need to base our one of the foundations for life. Forgiveness is an all-or-nothing proposition. So, how many times in your past, or how many times have you heard a man say? I mean, perhaps it was you. And, and let me put my hand in the air. Well, I said I was sorry. Or, I can't believe she or they, my boss, my wife, can't believe they won't forgive me. I said I was sorry. I know in active addiction, and even early in, in, in my life in recovery, you know, I, I got clean and sober in 1999 and have never looked back. But I, I know in my active addiction, I'm sorry was a defense mechanism for me, right? And, and there are two kinds of I'm sorry's when I say it that way. The first is the defensive. Let me tuck my tail and tuck my shoulders. Let me bow my head. I can't believe I did wrong again. I'm sorry. And then the, the other one is the offensive I'm sorry, right? Well, I said I was sorry. I don't know what else you want me to do. And as I get further into this topic, and just so you'll know, I'm, I'm going to try to be effective in what I'm talking about here, but I could talk about this for hours. You know, guys that I work with and guys that go through my program, we focus on forgiveness and we lose the phrase, I'm sorry. Why is that? 
Because the people around you, if you're anything like me, know that that's a conditioned response. So we lose the phrase, I'm sorry, and we adopt the phrase. You know, whether you're working working the steps or, or you know, I've got several programs. One of them is a masculine journey through the steps that I call more powerful me. And, and it's a, it's a 90 day program. And when we get to, to this step that, that talks about, you know, making amends, making amends to people, we're not, we're not going to go and say, I'm sorry, it's all good. We're going to go and ask for forgiveness. Now, the thing that you have to remember about asking for forgiveness is you got to be willing to ask for forgiveness, but it's not up to somebody else's. It's 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 not up to you on whether they forgive you or not, right? That that is that is something that that's up to them. My job is to be willing to ask for forgiveness. And, not, and then not be a jerk when everybody says, "Oh, man, I, I'm so glad. I'm, gl- I'm so glad you asked me that. Yeah, I'll forgive you. We're all good. You know, you'll get some of that as a response. I, I've been around. I've been around guys that that have done some horrific things that they may they may never get forgiven by the person that they asked for forgiveness from." But your results in life are based on your willingness to act for, for ask for forgiveness and live in this principle, whether whether they're going to forgive you or not. You know, I'm I'm sorry again. Is is this conditioned defensive or offensive response to, for us to escape from our current situation? And when you truly get to a place that you live in forgiveness, uh, you know. True forgiveness is based on several things, and I'm gonna I'm gonna run through some of them here real quick. Uh, when I worked the the twelve steps, you know, I made a list of people that I had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all, except for what, when to do so would injure them or others. I want to take personal responsibility for my past, but I can't clean up my past. At somebody else's expense. And if you're a guy listening to this, whether you know whether you've been clean and sober a month or ten years, if you haven't learned to live your life with forgiveness being an all-or-nothing proposition, I'd suggest you find another man who understands this and get him to help you. Because true forgiveness is based on action. And the action is not just saying, I'm sorry. You know, here again, I, 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 the guys I work with, we don't say I'm sorry. We say I ask for your forgiveness. But the action is what? It's not, not the act that, not the, the physical me saying I ask for your forgiveness. The action is my changed behavior. And what where most guys miss the mark here is is they expect 
everybody around them to forgive them when they haven't changed their behavior to deserve that forgiveness. So true forgiveness is based on changed behavior. You know, the, the best amends that I can make to my family and my kids and the people around me, the best amends that I can make is change behavior. Not sitting around and saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And my willingness to live in that state of forgiveness. Live in it, not just say I'm sorry to get my head out of the noose. You know, living in, living in a state of forgiveness means that I forgive others, right? I'm, I'm going to go out and I'm going to ask people for their forgiveness. But if forgiveness is an all or nothing proposition and I have to live in that state of forgiveness, who am I not forgiving? I mean, sometimes instead of making a list of the people we had harmed, Maybe we need to make a list of people we haven't forgiven yet and understand that if, if I'm going to ask for forgiveness, I need to have already forgiven those who I think have wronged me. And here's what you have to understand about that. When it comes to love relationships, wife, wives, parents, relatives, some of the people that I'm going to ask for forgiveness from, I need to forgive as well. They're on the same, they're, they're, it's a different list, but it's the same people. So living in that state of forgiveness means I need to forgive others, and I can't expect to be forgiven until I forgive others. But here's the biggie. I got to forgive myself. Forgiveness is like truth. What does that mean? If I'm seeking forgiveness, I have to forgive. Forgiveness, truth, both of those principles are an all or nothing proposition. I got to find a man or a group of men to be truthful with so I can learn to be truthful with who? With myself. Because I lie to myself. And that's, you know, that's part of this whole personal growth platform is getting to a place where, where I, I adopt these principles as a lifestyle, not just as something I do, but something that I live. So here's, here's a couple of things to try on today. And, and like I said a few minutes ago, I mean, I could go on and on about this. I mean, I could make this a three-hour podcast. So, so here's a couple of questions. Have you changed your behavior? I mean, think about the answer to that question. Have you changed your behavior? And I'm not just, if you're early in recovery, I'm not just talking about physical abstinence. I'm talking about, have you changed your behavior on what it takes to be a better husband and a better father? I mean, just getting clean and sober and going to a meeting, I mean, all that's great. But anybody can be a spiritual giant at a meeting for an hour. 
How do I treat the people in my life? I mean, how do I, when you look at, at the relationships and the people around you, how do you treat your wife, your kids? And how do you act when you, when you go to the grocery store? I mean, are, are, you, are you kind and caring? There's another one of those principles. I'm going to do an upcoming podcast edition on the five pillars. And I'll give you, a, forgiveness is one of them and, and kindness is another one. Have you changed your behavior or are you working on changing your behavior? Who have you not forgiven? If you had to make that list today and you want and, and you adopt what I'm talking about here, and I would suggest that you do, that you understand forgiveness is an all or nothing proposition. Who have you not forgiven? Who's on that list? And if you look deep inside, you're going to realize a lot of the people that you ask for forgiveness are a lot of people you have not forgiven. Have you forgiven yourself? You know, and in the long and short of this, I hope that I, I have raised more questions than I've given you answers. So I'm going to end with this. I'm going to I'm going to read something word for word. Let me see if I can do this here. Um, all right, this is actually a, a chapter of a book that I read years ago, and and you know I, I spent twenty days in treatment, and you know when I read this book, it, the the book, The Traveler's Gift by Andy Andrews. You know, it's such a powerful book for, for men, but it, you know, it's a powerful book for, especially for guys in recovery. First chapter is called The Buck Stops Here, right? It's all about personal responsibility. I mean, I could beat that to death for, for the next hour. But one of the chapters is on forgiveness. And, and I can remember just like it was yesterday. Uh, I sat and I was at a tough spot in my life and I, I read this book in one sitting. I mean, I, when I talk about it, I can almost, well, I can. I can take myself back to that place that day when, when I sat and I read this book from start to finish. Never even got up to go to the bathroom. And I had spent 20 days in treatment and all of the emotional and physical stuff that I went, went through. Um, when I read this, that's at the end of this chapter on forgiveness in this book, I sat and cried and cried and cried at home by myself because I really, I got it. I understood this, this forgiveness thing. I understood this concept of, of forgiveness as an all or nothing proposition. Now, have I got it and, and am I an expert at it? Well, I'd say I'm, I'm better than most, but you know, I take personal responsibility. This whole thing of personal growth is realizing that you truly never arrive. As good as I, I think I get at something, I can always be better. The more I know, the more I realize I don't know and that there is to know. So I'm, I'm sharing my experience with you based on, you know, over 20 years 
uh, a successful positive side of addiction living uh, you know how I don't know how many hours tens of thousands of hours of study and and you know as an author certified health coach you know a positive psychology expert I mean this isn't just this isn't stuff that I got at a meeting this is stuff that I busted my ass to learn you know every and let me if you're listening to this and you think that everything you need to know to live a successful life you're going to find at a 12-step meeting let me bust your bubble real quick it ain't going to happen now can you live can you learn can you learn to be successful in life doing that? Yeah, but but if you're if you choose to have more because you want to be more because you want to do more, there's a lot more to this for me than just going and sitting in a meeting a couple hours a week. I mean, I can be. I said it earlier. I mean, it, it's easy as hell for me to be a spiritual giant for an hour at a meeting. So that's a, that's a whole nother topic. But let, let me go ahead and read this. I will I will greet this day with a forgiving spirit by Andy Andrews. For too long, every ounce of forgiveness I owned was locked away, hidden from view, waiting for me to bestow its precious presence upon some worthy person. Alas, I found most people to be singularly unworthy of my valuable forgiveness. And since they never asked for it, I kept it all to myself. Now, the forgiveness I hoarded has sprouted inside my heart like a crippled seed yielding bitter fruit. No more. At this moment, my life has taken on new hope and assurance. Of all the world's population, I am one of the few possessors of the secret of dissipating anger and resentment. I understand that forgiveness has value only when it is when it is given away. By the simple act of granting forgiveness, I release the demons of the past of which I can do nothing and create in myself a new heart, a new beginning. I will greet this day with a forgiving spirit. I will forgive those who do not ask for forgiveness. Many are times when I have seethed in anger at a word or a deed thrown into my life by an unthinking or uncaring person. I've wasted valuable hours imagining revenge or confrontation. Now I see the truth revealed about this psychological rock inside my shoe. The rage I nurture is often one-sided, for my offender seldom gives thought to his offense. I will now and forevermore silently offer my forgiveness to those who do not see they need it. By the act of forgiving, I am no longer consumed by unproductive thoughts. I mean, listen to this phrase right here. I am content in my soul and effective again with my fellow man. Now I'm going to read that. I'm going to read that again. I am content in my soul and effective again with my fellow man. All right, so back to the text. I will greet this day with a forgiving spirit. I will forgive those who criticize me unjustly. Knowing that slavery in any form is wrong, I also know that the person who lives a life according to the opinion of others is a slave. I am not a slave. 
I have chosen my counsel. I know the difference between right and wrong. I know what is best for the future of my family, and neither misguided opinion nor unjust criticism will alter my course. All right, let me read that paragraph again. Knowing that slavery in any form is wrong, I also know that the person who lives a life according to the opinions of others is a slave. I am not a slave. I have chosen my counsel. I know the difference between right and wrong. I know what is best for the future of my family, and neither misguided opinion nor unjust criticism will alter my course. Those who do not understand my goals and dreams simply do not understand the higher purpose to which I have been called. I forgive their lack of vision and I forge ahead. I know that criticism is part of the price paid for leaping past mediocrity. I will greet this day with a forgiving spirit. I will forgive myself. All right, now listen to this. I'm going to read that, that, I'm going to read that paragraph again, but I want you to, to really connect with this next paragraph. Those who do not understand my goals and dreams simply do not understand the higher purpose to which I have been called. I forgive their lack of vision and I forge ahead. I know that criticism is part of the price paid for leaping past mediocrity. I will greet this day with a forgiving spirit. I will forgive myself. For many years, my greatest enemy has been myself. Every mistake, every miscalculation, every stumble I made has been replayed again and again in my mind. Every broken promise, every day wasted, Every goal not reached has compounded the disgust I feel for the lack of achievement in my life. My dismay has developed a paralyzing grip. When I disappoint myself, I respond with more inaction and become more disappointed. I realize today that it is impossible to fight an enemy living in my head. By forgiving myself, I erase the doubts fears and frustration that have kept my past part of my present. From this day forward, my history will cease to control my destiny. I have forgiven myself. My life has just begun. I will forgive those who do not ask for, for forgiveness. I will forgive those who criticize me unjustly. I will forgive myself. I will greet this day with a forgiving spirit. I mean, wow, right? I mean, it just blows me away to read that. I mean, I wish I could have, I mean, I, I include this in, in, in my program and, and use it word for word and give the author credit for it because, I mean, I can't say it any better than that. But in, in you know, in the program, I I have guys read that. It's a document that you print and sign the bottom of it. So in closing, today's topic, forgiveness is an all or nothing proposition. Do you greet this day with a forgiving spirit? And what does that mean? So that's the end of today's edition. Uh, for more information, you can find out. Uh, I'll try to post a video or a, or a uh, or that document 
at uh, powerless2powerful.com. Just just powerful stuff. I mean, it just uh, it just blows me away. So, um, also, uh, you know, you can find more about what we do at powerless2powerful.com. Also, I have created a uh, a new social media group, a private powerless to powerful group. You can find it at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash powerless to powerful. If you want to join us, lots of cool stuff that uh, that we're doing over there. So um, that's it for today's edition. And uh, this is Mark Mascola signing off for Powerless to Powerful, the number one positive side of addiction podcast for men who are on the path to purposeful living. Have a great day wherever you are in the world. You absolutely deserve it. Bye for now.